0: Welcome to the podcast. Once again, we're Chris and Emily Danielson. No apology with the Bible, idiots. It's going to be a good day. It's Friday, and the world is just, it just keeps spinning around. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It keeps churning. It keeps churning. Hey, we are excited that God has chosen us to do things with his word that I never in a million years, when especially coming out of my younger days when I was such a doorknob. I don't know how else to put it. <laughs> And God has just worked in incredible ways for us to be apologists of the word. That means, you know, that we are actually defenders of the Bible. Mm -hmm. And we always use the phrase that we learned from our friend Russ Miller word for word, cover to cover. Yeah, you, know, you can trust it. You can trust it. You can just trust the word. And we're going to forego mailbag today because there was a couple mailbag questions that, you know, I just, I want to do something different. And okay. and the reason is, is that besides in the mailbag, these were kind of mailbag questions. I got a couple text messages and some verbal stuff on the phone with somebody out of state and then face to face with somebody from my church who's basically in a nutshell, if I'm paraphrasing, they said, thanks for... Being the Bible idiot. And what that means is thanks for standing up for God's word. Because the question is are we idiots for believing the Bible or would we be idiots not to? That's what started the documentary filming in 2014 all the way through its DVD release in 2016. And Paul says, that's okay if I'm a fool for Christ because yeah. he means all things to me. And then you get in to capture every thought for Christ, do all of these things. And it's like, do you want to make more movies? No, but I will. Do you want to preach every Sunday? No, but I will. Do you want to uh, write books? No, but I will. See, the sin nature, we don't want to do any of that stuff. But when God enters our heart and he says, do you want to preach every Sunday? I'm like, yes, please. Yeah. And that's been my calling is to share God's word Anywhere and everywhere I can for the last 10 15 years, and it's just been such a morphine. Not, not morphine. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I was
0: gonna say where are we it going ha- with this. It has morphed.
1: <laughs> it's morphine. You get okay, what I'm saying? I
0: gotcha. Okay. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs>
0: it's morphine for the soul. <laughs> it's morphing. It's becoming something.
1: It's constantly shifting into more and more and more that is for the glory of the kingdom and glory of the king and every time that we try to have it shift or morph into Another opportunity for us to do fill in the blank, make a movie, do a podcast, do a broadcast, or uh, what it just shrinks, mm-hmm. and so it literally comes down to what is the intention of your heart. The Apostle Paul in Corinthians says that your intentions on Judgment Day will be tried by fire, and either it's going to come out like silver and gold, or it's going to be burned up like wood, hay, and stubble. That's what the Scripture says, mm-hmm. and so it was just really nice to see and hear. And here's the thing that I want I want to share with with you and i emily and i want you to know it's that when we hear people say stuff like that there's a tone about it that is giving glory to god and it's almost like oh you're the bible it's almost like well if you can do it you're so lame and pathetic then maybe (laughs) i can do it and We're they don't come true. out and say that. No, but they it's, don't. But, but yeah. that's kind of the way I feel. It's implied. that yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. And so the mailbag this week is a handful of people basically saying thanks for being the Bible idiot. Thanks for going out front and not caring who says what. You're going to stand on the authority of God's word. You're going to trust it word for word and cover to cover.
0: You know, don't you really get a sense, Chris, that we're being called to really stand on what we believe? I mean, it's like God is really sifting people to see, are you real or are you Memorex? Are you with me or are you not with me? Are you playing church or are you really a part of the church and that body of christ you know when there's a when there's a cell a foreign cell in that body um it can it has the potential to do some some major damage and do some harm and so it has to be uh, it has to rid itself periodically, purge itself of those, what do you want to call them? You know, the, just those cancerous type cells. And so even though it's difficult and it's hard and you can maybe lose a friend or two or, or find out somebody else really sees things very different than what the Bible says, It, it it's, you know, sad. That's too bad. Mm-hmm. But it's necessary, number one, and you come out healthier and stronger, number two. So that's what I really think is... Going on is there? There's just a sifting. There's a cleansing. There's a purging that has to happen. A pruning, yeah. really. And it has to happen. I don't like happen. the pruning thing. It's not comfortable, is no. it? And no. And when the
1: sifting happens, I hope that I come out the other side of the sifter. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You want to actually stay in the SIF. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Hey, A.W. Tozer, a man of God, says this, this is a quote I believe the time is coming when we will not be able to take our Christianity as casually as we do now. Yeah. I posted that on my personal Facebook page and got a lot of likes, a lot of shares. A lot of people are commenting that, hey, we are at that time now. Yeah. And this is not the time to try to. Overly love people out of their sin. Now is not the time to try to beat the anvil of truth and tell everybody that you're wrong and you're wrong, you're wrongness. <laughs> yeah. Now is the time to have an authentic, elite servanthood of Jesus Christ, and that's what I've been teaching on, with a balance of love and truth because I love you deeply I'm going to tell you the truth right because I've told you the truth let me allow you to be uh understood that you are accepted just as you are Jesus Christ will come and, and purify your soul everybody talks about a pandemic okay would you want to know what the real pandemic is a hundred percent of the people in this world are infected with sin Mm -hmm. and 100%, 100% are going to die. What are we going to do about that when we have the antidote? It's a free gift of Jesus Christ to be given to everybody. And it starts by having a love for his word for us. And and that comes after repentance. and And that comes after transferring trust to Jesus Christ. So let me just, instead of going backwards, go forward. You recognize that you're a sin, sinful person and you look to Jesus Christ and you transfer trust for taking care of that from any of your works to him and you do that through repentance and that means you turn from your sin, you turn from your wicked ways and the forgiveness of his blood is for all of eternity and by grace, without you doing a thing of your own, he saves you and seals you for all of eternity. So you know what that is? That is the ultimate vaccination from the pandemic (laughs) pandemic of sin that every one of us is infected infected with
0: right today you can have that seal of eternal life and you don't have to worry about the day that comes whether it's from covid or a car accident or a heart attack or or any other mode of of transfer from this world to the next the way you get there does not matter and every single one of your days has been preordained by the lord jesus christ and so we don't need to live in fear of that day he's not going to call you home until your days here are full and complete that you've done everything that he wants you to do and so it's just something that um you know the process Mm -hmm. is what we is what like i don't want to go through that uncomfortableness (laughs) i know but when i focus my um my thoughts on Christ and his word and his promises and what he tells me being true any concern of how I make that transition really just washes away Mm -hmm. it's so brief and so momentary yes it can be very uncomfortable yes it can be you know hard but you know everything in life that's worth doing is very difficult it can be hard and so Staying in God's word, especially in this moment in history, is so important because I I really believe God at his word when he says the time will come where there is a famine, not a famine of food, but a famine of God's word. And
1: I think we're experiencing that famine across the country. Our barns just happen to be full.
0: Right, right. And
1: not in America, but in authentic christianity america we keep our barns full because we understand what the scriptures say let me hit you with a couple in psalm 119 105 it says your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path romans fifteen four says even if it was written in the scriptures long ago you can be sure it is written for us And that comes from the paraphrase of the message. And then, how about Matthew 4 4? Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of the Lord. The Apostle Paul goes on to say, Capture every thought for Christ. And I used to think, How do you do that? And then, Oh, pray without ceasing. Well, how do you do that? The idea is to be so immersed in your love of Jesus Christ and the forgiveness that he's given you that you live out for him in a way that you can't conjure up on your own. He gives it to you abundantly and you just seek him, ask, knock, seek, and he adds it on to you.
0: Absolutely. You know, when I get into God's word and I start reading what he's done and what he has promised and I how he thinks of things and how he sees things. That's what makes me love him more. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, oh, did was today a good day? Yeah, today was a good day. Yay, thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, like that doesn't make you love him more. Right. What makes you love him more is when you know the character of God, when you get to a place in your life where you have to put your full trust in the character of God, and then you see him be faithful to, to who he is in your life. That's how your love continues to grow deeper uh, for your Savior.
1: Well, and there's a couple different people that have asked questions around what I did, so hopefully that was an answer of a mailbag Friday without actually going to the mailbag. Yeah,
0: no mailbag.
1: Well, like Valerie from Tennessee, (laughs) she had said, you know, can you explain why you would use the word idiot? when you're supposed to be a Bible scholar. Oh, right. And so you you add that with the other things that I said at the beginning of the program, you understand I'm trying to answer everybody in one swoop, right? but just to get more specific with Valerie, I'm not a Bible scholar. (laughs) I'm, I'm just a dude who has studied it for a long time, written some books and I preach, I preach as many times as God will open the door for me. Uh, if and I am that blue collar knuckle dragger, dr- knuckle dragger from the neighborhood. That's my that's my milieu. That's what yeah. I come from, and I don't shy away from it. I embrace it. And a lot of people called me an idiot for believing the Bible. So I'm like, that's fine. I'll take that moniker. It doesn't bother me.
0: Well, the Bible says that the cross, the message of the cross, is power for those who are being saved. Mm-hmm. So when you hear that message of the cross over and over, does it strengthen you? Does it encourage you? Do you feel loved when you hear that message over? over again or do you look on that message and you just think how foolish and that that's what it is to those who are perishing the message of the cross is Foolish. In other words, non-believers will view believers as fools. And idiot is just a nut, is it's a synonym. Synonym. It's not any worse of a of a word or or bad of a word than mm-hmm. than fool. You're a fool, and and that's what the Bible says. It, it is foolishness to those who are perishing, and so that's how the world is going to perceive us as foolish, for putting our trust in Jesus or an idiot for believing the Bible.
1: We got a lot coming up in the next couple of weeks. Be praying for us. Share this podcast with your friends. That's probably how Valerie found out. She probably called her friend and said, why did you introduce me to those guys? <laughs> 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 I'm a homeschool mom. I don't know if she is or not, but you know, I, we don't use idiot in this house. We've heard that many times. Look, we appreciate it. We want to grow this podcast because Jesus is calling us to it. So... Hopefully it's an encouragement to you and if it is or if you have questions or if you have anything you want to say good bad or otherwise my email address is at bibleidiots.com in the upper left hand corner if some reason you go to that site and you don't get through it's cuz we are updating it some really cool things are coming uh, but if you do get through that's the email address shoot me a note and we'll we'll get on with it next Friday more mail so on behalf of my best friend and bride Emily my name is Chris you have a great weekend get into the word of God today and go and serve your king